but it was a very large number of people don't ever look at their policy and don't ever read any of the stuff that they get. They don't care. Bala. Bala. Where's your Bala button? The the update. Hey, you're a Bala. Hey, Craig. Let's get into some coffee talk. Hey, I love it. I love doing some coffee talk. Well, you know, talk about what? Dogs, daughters, whatever. It's coffee talk. Coffee talk. Good morning, Mr. Jason. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. We And we're in. And we are in. We're in. We're in. So today, I want to talk about offense. Oh, Versus yes. defense. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I had this interesting conversation. One of the first times meeting with a bunch of agents, there was a convention and we went. Uh, it was the first time I ever saw this kind of thing coming from an outsider into this industry. And we're all talking about retention, sales and all that stuff, right? Uh-huh. Well, the conversation got real interesting because I was noticing that the swing on retention was about 10%. 10 percentage points. And we were talking about effectiveness. Do you mean between the different agents? Yeah, between the different agents. Okay. Um, And we were talking about what's the worst retention possible that you're going to get. And we probably, we came to like, let's say you don't have anybody or you have like the three extra service people. Uh You're probably going to get a swing of no more than 10%. So then the conversation, you know, it's probably just a a smaller percentage. So what is each service person worth in in that swing of percentage? And then it was like, we just had a real interesting conversation with service versus uh, sales. And then it became very interesting because I said, what if you just replaced all the service people with salespeople? Like Uh what, what would happen? Oh boy. And so we were mathematically figuring it out and we're like, uh-huh. well, if it swings this much and this is how much you pay. And to make a long story short, basically figured out that being overstaffed on service or sale, obviously the sales is going to crush. But the conversation was interesting because it made me realize, well, if you're wanting to grow, if you cut all of your service people and just did sales or like one service person and just did sales, you have more resources, obviously, for the sales you're going to do pretty well, uh-huh. which was interesting. I would never do that. I don't think it's the right thing to do. I don't now, but the caveat was like, we're just playing devil's advocate on like right. what would be different scenarios. Right. But then like looking back into that conversation, I was thinking about offense versus defense. And a lot of times people are focused on the defense in the agency retention. They're focused on trying to save this one person or save this other person. And we're using so many resources to save one or two people when it might be better to just let them go and just focus more on sales. Uh-huh. Like don't let the all of the defensive actions to outweigh the offensive actions. You have uh-huh. to be offense heavy to crush so, it. Yeah, to grow. Yep. A hundred percent. I think that it comes back to process. Right. Yeah. So for the save portion of it, it depends on what that looks like. Right. So if it's eating up a whole bunch of resources, time, money to retain client X, did you have a process on that or is it just 
oh no, Betty wants to cancel all hands on deck and then everybody drops everything else, right? Like is something else suffering as a result of this or does it just run through the natural progress or the natural path of they want to cancel, okay, now we're going to do A, B, C, D, E, F and then move on. Right. And I think you could definitely whittle down the service team by creating some kind of automation on that cancellation process. Oftentimes, it could be that it becomes this all hands on deck and then the plane goes down, right? Because everybody's focused on the blinking red light instead of all of the other things that need to be handled too. So yeah, it's interesting. You definitely could mathematically figure out where can I allocate resources so that I can maximize growth with what I have. And I bet you there are many people who are top heavy or who are a little bit heavier on the service side than they need to be. Um, We're certainly not saying cut all your service, but you probably can figure out how far you can push it, right? Because if it comes down to, well, is it a coin toss between one service and one sales? I think I'd go the route of putting that into sales, grow, And then once you have that extra, then you can create the position for that. It's capacity, right? Yeah. And I think that a lot of times we just in general spend too much time saving. It's good to get rid of the wrong people, whether it it can be clients, it could be staff or whatever. It's like you designed, you as the agent get to design your agency to be the way you want it to be. And it's never anybody else's fault except your own. So when it comes to clients, dude, just don't let them vampire your time. Like don't let them vampire your agency's time because it's not worth it. Not when you can focus on, there's a bunch of new, really cool people that would appreciate your help and your team's help. So focus on those people. Don't focus on, but I, I think the overarching theme to this would be you as the agency owner, have to be focusing more on offense than defense, hands uh-huh. down. And if your agency is even 51% of defense rather than offense, that's brutal. You- yeah. In this environment where there's a lot of consolidation, right? Mm-hmm. There's agencies picking up smaller agencies. There's carriers picking up smaller carriers. There's 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 this consolidation and a sort of a commoditization. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Commoditization. Uh, right. Where at least the perception of that, right? The, the consumer is being trained that it's a commodity. So, well, we have to meet them where they are. So we do have to be a little bit stronger on that sales side. Where we, yeah. where we have to get people in the door because you're going to lose business no matter what, right? Is it worth having, like, I'll give you an example here. I had somebody who was, their only job was to run reviews, to run reviews. Nice. They did it for almost a year. And was there a significant difference in my retention over that year? Was there? No. It did not have a considerable impact on retention. Was the client experience better for the people that we did? Absolutely. Would it have changed at the bottom line at the end of the day, whether they were going to leave or stay? Maybe, but my retention didn't change. So if my retention didn't change, it seems like, and there's other factors, right? You can't just say it just because of A, then B, but we didn't see as a result of that activity, any significant change on the retention side. So is it worth spending 30 grand a year on somebody to do that? Or would it be better to spend 30,000 on investing on a salesperson who's going to write 
an extra 360,000 of premium a year, right? And what does that result in? Right. I mean, it just comes down to the maths, right? The maths have to look good. The maths have to look good. Yeah. And I don't think everybody wants policy reviews. I know I don't. No, I don't. I know my mom doesn't. Right. I know a lot of people that don't want that. But what people do want is the human element. They do want, uh, hey, just thinking about you. You know, how's your grandma doing? How's your sure whatever? Like that kind of stuff is value, right? But, yeah. But it, sometimes we wrap it up into something. You know, a carrier says, "Yo, you should do policy reviews. Think outside the box a little bit. Don't yeah for a hundred percent. Like what they're trying to say is, hey, this person needs some touch points. Cool. Yeah. Policy review might be the answer. Sometimes it might not. Don't. It's a little cumbersome, right? Policy yeah, review. don't force it on somebody like me. Otherwise, you're going to push me away from being your right. client. This is annoying. Right? But a funny text or a funny meme, and then I'm going to be like, I'm going to stay with that person I like. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. I read somewhere. It was a study on life insurance companies, and they looked at the data behind it. Like life insurance, pretty much people don't really love it, right? It's just something of if they end up understanding the need for it, then they get it. Almost 90, you know, some huge number, I won't say some number, but but it was a very large number of people don't ever look at their policy and don't ever read any of the stuff that they get. They don't care, right? And then they looked at the companies, like it's, you know, life insurance across the board is pretty similar. The cost is pretty, it's pretty commoditized, right? And you could look at the number of companies out of the hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, you know, hundreds of life insurance companies, sure. the top, the majority of the market share is between 10 life insurance companies hold the vast amount of the market share. So those companies our, the assertion from this was that those companies were better at having those conversations with the clients, differentiating themselves and having personality, right? Because at the end of the day, who buys from you? The people that know you like you trust you, right? So yep. they created just a little bit different of an experience than click here, purchase, done. It was like, hey, how's little Sally, right? Like what we talk about with our PNC, right? The telemarketer transfers it. And we harp on people to put in the notes, who do they like or who lives with them? Where do they work and what do they like to do for fun? Not, I quoted two cars and and, uh, life. I don't care about that. Who cares? Right. We care that they live with Sally. They've been married for 20 years. They work at JPL and they um, like to shoot rockets off on the weekend for fun. Right now we have something to talk about. Right now there's, hey, how's little Sally doing? Uh, how's the rockets going off? Right. Oh, you like Elon? Whatever. There's something to talk about. And they remember right. that. Right. They remember it. Yep. Like I still bring up Randy from Tiffany. Right. I don't like going and spending money at Tiffany's because it's ridiculous that it, jewelry to me is a commodity. It's all the same. Who cares? Right. It's some gold with a diamond on it. And there's no right. value there for me. But for the lady. My lady, there is value. She likes sparkly, shiny stuff that costs a lot. And guess what? The guy at Tiffany's sends that thank you card or before every holiday, it just get a text. Hey, your anniversary is coming up. Like those things make me like him. And by default, Tiffany's because of that. Bala. Bala. Where's your Bala button? The the update. you're a Bala. The update. No, not a Bala. I get the cheapest thing. Bala, and then also that guy's a Bala because he's, he's a just, Bala. He's yeah, but he's making you feel like a Bala, right? 
Right. Right. Like with I get the, the, with the notes. Dude, man, I don't have to say anything. Status. If I just he goes, he'll click he makes it as easy as possible too, right? Remove friction. Like I can say, I don't have time to come by. It doesn't matter. He'll sit he'll go. He sends the text. He says, Hey, your anniversary's coming up. Here's two different ideas I had for you with the link. I can click it, buy it, and he'll drop it off. That's the I greatest mean, thing ever. That's a no brainer, right? Like, oh, you know I mean, even if it's a grand, let's say it's a thousand bucks. Okay. That is so good that it, I would say that is where we need to end this coffee. Yeah. <laughs> think about that. <laughs> Remove friction, probably. make it easy. Yes. And I'm not in trouble because it's my anniversary and I forgot. Done. Right. Drop the mic. Bowler. Bowler. Randy's the baller. So that's yeah. a talk. Co- that's a toffee quark. We will talk to you later. But how can they text you, Mr. Jason? 520-214-2219. 2219. Right? Finally, finally you did the whole it. thing. You did the whole thing. I yep. didn't have it anymore. Now I do. 520-214-2219. Yes. And if you're still listening, go to live.teledudes.com and check it out. We check it out. New stuff. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Check it That's out. It. Check That's it out. Check it out. Okay. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will – it's live, and it will show you the process. The entire process is mm. super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now. Live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content right are you kidding me we get to talk to them yeah which is awesome but they have to opt in they have to text us at 520-214-2219 that's 520-214-2219 nice i'm Greg. are you going to respond to these texts i'm going to respond to them for sure live i'm into it too it's going to be awesome and it's a it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to Everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents. This is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.